Hey there, and welcome to the Over 40 and Sexy Podcast. I'm Tanya D, nutritionist and former hormone hot mess. (laughs) Yes, yes, that was me not too long ago. Listen, are you currently experiencing or struggling with weight gain, mood swings, or hot flashes? And just don't plain feel great in your skin anymore? Midlife doesn't have to be a hot mess. Listen, sister, I know exactly how you feel. I'm here to share with you my best nutrition and health and mindset tips to make the season of change a smoother one. Let's dig in. Welcome back to the Over 40 and Sexy Podcast. I'm Tanya D. And today we are going to be talking about uh, adrenal uh, fatigue. So if any of you have been under a lot of stress for um, a short period of time or even a long period of time. There's such thing as chronic adrenal fatigue as well. We'll be diving into that today. And I just wanted to let you know that, of course, anything that we talk about on the podcast is for informational purposes only. And always consult your doctor or healthcare professional before taking any supplements or anything. Let's dive into this episode about adrenal fatigue. Okay, so first of all, let's talk about what the adrenal glands are. So the adrenal glands are glands. They're a part of your hormonal system, your endocrine system. And as you know, all of the uh, hormones in the body are supposed to function together in synchronization and in harmony. So your adrenal glands are located above your kidneys. You have two. You have one on top of each kidney, okay? So they're responsible for uh, certain hormones and a lot of different processes that we won't get into today. I don't want to go into anatomy too much to bore you, but just know that a lot of times when we become chronically stressed or even acutely stressed, our adrenal glands can be really taxed and can really cause some really uh, unfavorable symptoms in the body. And I actually experienced uh, acute uh, adrenal fatigue Um, not too long ago actually when I was uh, fixing my house so I need to paint my house I need to uh, sand and do all of this work and I needed to get it done within a three-week time period so it was crunch time it was high stress um, and you know I tried to do all of the things I was supposed to do try to relax as much as possible when you're living in uh, chaos (laughs) as I was Um, it was a little bit hard to do. So um, really, really important uh, to be taking care of our adrenal glands as much as possible when we are going through an acute or hopefully not chronic uh, long-term adrenal um, fatigue and try to support our adrenals uh, during the stressful times. So what happens is with uh, acute adrenal fatigue, so that's something like I went through Uh, where it's uh, maybe it's a death in the family maybe it's a new job maybe it's a move we all know how stressful moving can be and maybe it's um, a divorce or a breakup or something like that and you are just spewing out tons of cortisol and adrenaline just to get you through your day and you're not uh, taking care of yourself by relaxing and doing all the things that we need to do to de-stress so at the end when it is over you will feel extremely fatigued, no energy. And this is how I was feeling the week after we finished and we were in the Airbnb. I had absolutely no energy. I was tired all the time. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I just feel absolutely burnt out and I needed to boost 
my adrenal support uh, systems back up again. Feeling much better now. It took me a good week and a half to feel back to normal again, but um, really, really important to, to support your adrenal glands during and after this. Sometimes, you know, when we go through stressful situations, sometimes it's, it's inevitable. So, but just to know that you have some support uh, systems in place that you know what to do when this happens because it can be long term if you don't put back the nutrients that you need to really recover from the acute um, burnout that you went through. Now when it comes to chronic adrenal uh, fatigue it would be something that perhaps you aren't doing any sort of relaxation um, you know maybe you're just uh, in a fight or flight response every single day of your life just because of our western world we're always on the go we're always trying to get from point a to point b you're trying to get the kids out the door you're trying to you know go to work you're trying to juggle all of the balls and just over time you are spewing out this um, adrenaline and the cortisol levels are up and you're not doing the things that you need to do on a daily basis to keep all of that in check and try to get more back into parasympath parasympathetic uh, mode, which is what's going to help you to settle down the spewing of the cortisol and the, and the adrenaline in, uh, in from your adrenal glands. So um, that said, that gives you a little bit of background about what they do um, and what the hormones are doing uh, on on those levels. So knowing if you're burnt out, so four stages of adrenal burnout. So we're gonna go through this phase one. The first stage is the uh, initial alarm phase. So this is where the body is faced with a short-term immediate stressor. This may be situations such as a job interview, high pressure exam. Um, at this point, the body is fully capable of creating the necessary hormones and will meet the demands with no problem. Uh, all you may notice is an increased alertness, perhaps a slight increase in your heart rate, or maybe you just had a, rest, a restless night the night before you actually had to go into the situation. If your hormone levels were to be measured in your blood, your adrenaline, um, cortisol, and insulin levels might be slightly elevated. And this stage appears fairly benign and um, one we move in and out of during regular day day-to-day -day life but over time if we stay in this phase it can lead to adrenal burnout phase two the second stage is known as continual alarm phase so the stressor is around for a longer period of time and the demand for stress hormone is sustained at this time blood work would likely show a higher level of cortisol but a declining level of DHEA and testosterone all resources are shifted toward making cortisol which means the production of sex hormones becomes less of a priority. Someone in the stage of adrenal health may notice that they are very focused and alert during the day, but as soon as they are finished working or, or on a difficult task, they crash and can barely function for the rest of the day. These people are often tired but wired and struggle through the rest of their day, turning to caffeine for support. Note, caffeine consumption accelerates the, the burnout process. So. We talked about caffeine last week. If you are just joining us, you can go and check out last week's episode about how to ditch the Java. Okay, so phase three. The third uh, stage is resistance. So phase of adrenal 
Fatigue uh, can last many months or even years. In this phase, the demand for stress hormone is even greater and prolonged. The body is putting all of its efforts into shunting resources for areas of lesser significance uh, to make more cortisol. The most notable change on blood work will be a lower level of DHEA, testosterone, and even progesterone. The result is a change in menstrual cycle and lowered sex drive. The fatigue will weigh uh, at any time of day and new symptoms may include a decrease in enthusiasm, motivation, and mood. A common finding for practitioners is the constant feeling of a low-grade cold flu or possibly even swollen lymph nodes around the neck. So that is phase three and on to phase four. The fourth and final stage of fatigue is known as adrenal burnout phase. We often throw this word around with um, or when when we are discussing students writing exams, individuals going through divorce or parents with younger children and in my case moving or painting, <laughs> let's take a deeper look at what is going on inside the body. So hormone blood work will show very low levels of all hormones produced by the adrenal glands. And this includes cortisol levels, adrenaline, testosterone, DHAA, aldosterone, essential, uh, everything is depleted. All right. At this point, the body has run out of resources, can no longer meet the demands placed on it, thus begins to crash. Depression, anxiety, irritability, weight loss, apathy, absent sex drive, and poor sleep render the individual nearly non-functional. Needless to say, this stage should be fairly obvious to the individual, but even still, people struggle to step back from their day-to-day -day lives to recover. As with all chronic conditions, the burnout phase can take months and years to see a full recovery. Adrenal burnout is a very real phenomenon and is not to be taken lightly. So what you want to do is obviously you need to look at your situation and you need to assess where you are at in this. Um, you know, sometimes, you know, you might not even get to stage four and we don't want to get to stage four. We want to be supporting our adrenal glands uh, throughout our life and especially when we are going through stressful, stressful situations. So looking at that, um, we're going to look at three supplements that you could possibly introduce to your program. Of course, you wanna to speak to your uh, healthcare practitioner before you take any supplements because we need to see that it is right for you. All right, number one, licorice root. So licorice root, um, actually I'm sipping on a, uh, licorice root tea right now. I've been taking that since uh, finishing my uh, renovation here at my house and um, I've noticed a huge difference in my energy levels. It's been one of the reasons why I recovered so quickly, I am convinced. So licorice root is well documented for its many benefits including the treatment of immune disorders, mood related issues and digestive concerns. But licorice is also one of the best known herbs for the treatment of adrenal fatigue Licorice assists the adrenals by preventing the breakdown of cortisol, one of the major hormones produced by the adrenal glands to combat stress. Its cortisol-spiring effects help in maintaining energy levels, which re uh, results in a better response to stressful situations. In addition, licorice is a great herb for supporting and protecting liver function, which also increases energy production. Licorice combats PMS symptoms like breast tenderness, irritability, and bloating because of its mild estrogenic ability. 
Are there some people who shouldn't take licorice? Yes, it's, there are some people who shouldn't and people with high blood pressure taking licorice can be problematic because of uh, the cortisol sparring effect can increase blood pressure in some individuals. So those people with a predisposition to breast cancer, especially estrogen dominant breast cancer should avoid it as well, but also talk to your healthcare practitioner. Number two, vitamin C. So vitamin C seems to be good for everything and energy production is no different. Vitamin C assists in energy production and supports immune response. Humans cannot produce their own vitamin C and so it needs to be brought in through the diet. Taking 1000 milligrams of vitamin C a daily is a great addition to fatigue busting protocol. So the thing with vitamin C is, is that it's great um, the thing is, is that you have to go it slowly. So I would start with 500 milligrams a day and then go up to a thousand, see how you do. If you're getting loose stools or diarrhea gas, you need to back off. It means that you are at bowel tolerance. So bowel tolerance is the point that you're taking vitamin C and you're not seeing any of those symptoms, loose stools, diarrhea, gas. You don't want to be getting any of that because you're taking vitamin C. So find a, um, a dose that's good for you, ask your healthcare practitioner as well, and um, and then you can kind of uh, see how you feel with that. When you are experiencing an illness, your need for vitamin C goes up, so therefore your tolerance will go up as well. Let's look at number three, so zinc. So zinc is a mineral that is found in every tissue in the body and is directly involved uh, with how fast cells can divide in the body, which contributes to energy levels. Low levels prevent uh, an adequate stress response and may accelerate the aging response. Zinc is incredibly helpful for optimizing immune function and enhancing athletic performance. And on top of that, it's one of the most important minerals in maintaining fertility in both men and women. Generally, 50 milligram dose once a day is enough to get all of zinc's many benefits. If taken in higher doses for long periods of time, zinc should be taken with a low dose of copper to ensure it doesn't deplete copper levels within the body. But again, make sure that you consult your healthcare practitioner and you are making them aware of all of the supplements you're taking. If you have any zinc or copper or anything in other supplements like multivitamins, you'll wanna take that into consideration uh, when you are actually adding zinc or any other um, minerals to your program. So other things that can really help that I find really helpful is making sure that you're doing some deep breathing every day. If you're finding yourself in a stressful situation, just taking that, those six deep breaths um, in through the mouth, uh, and, or sorry, in through the nose, hold at the top, out through the mouth, do six of those. It will bring you back into parasympathetic mode so that you can be more relaxed and get rid of that fight or flight response. Doing some sort of meditation every day is really good, even if it's for five minutes. Find the type of meditation that works for you. Uh, there's so many different types out there now. There's so many great apps that you can check out. Not long-term uh, chanting meditation is not for everybody. It's definitely not for me. Uh, I can only do it for maybe five or 10 minutes and then I am done. But doing that really, really helps me. And of course, yoga, that is my go-to. And get out in nature. Nature is really good for helping us to de-stress and stay centered as well. If you have any questions, of course, let me know. You can always reach me over on Instagram, Tanya, T-A-N-I-A, underscore D-E-E, underscore. Uh, you can also send me an email. I will drop my information down in the show notes. If you have any other questions about um, this topic or any other topic, I would love to hear from you. 
and uh, if you are ready to transform your hormones and give your system a break, I welcome you to join the 21 Day Hormone Reboot Program. This program was designed to reboot your, your hormones, get rid of certain foods that are causing your hormones to go out of whack and reboot your entire system in 21 days. So if you want more information about that, I'll put it down in the show notes. You can grab the link. You have any questions before you start, let me know. Thank you so much and I will see you same time, same place next week. See you later. Take care. Bye.